Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The holidays are right around the corner. And if you are looking for a great gift for the dance lover in your life, we have the perfect place to start. As longtime listeners know, we have covered so many great dance books on the podcast, so we have compiled a list of our absolute favorites. Check out our COD reading list at the link in the description of this episode or on our website, conversationsondancepod.com. This list has over 20 titles from Friends of the Pod and some of our longtime favorites for essential reading. Support Friends of the Pod this holiday season while supporting us too. Shop the COD reading list now. Our friends at Trey McIntyre Projects have launched a new website, but it's not what you think. TreyCool.com, spelled T-R-E-Y-C-O-O-L.com, is a curated fun house of what is happening in creativity in the digital realm. It's a non-linear dive into the unknown, organized by serendipity and happy surprises. New posts every day, Monday through Friday. Check out TreyCool.com for a daily dose of fun and inspiration. I'm Rebecca King Ferraro. And I'm Michael Sean Breeden, and you're listening to Conversations on Dance. Hi, Mikey. How are you? I'm okay. I'm a little under the weather, but oh, no. I'm yeah, it's okay. It's not COVID, at least, I guess. Yeah. Well, podcasting always makes you feel better, you know? Yeah. And today we are joined by uh, former Pennsylvania Valley soloist writer extraordinaire and my roommate and bestie Evelyn Kosak. Hi. <laughs> I am back. also sick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Both sick in the same apartment and wanting something yep. to do today. So we're recording a pod, which I'm all about it. I think it's the best thing to do with the day. <laughs> so we thought yeah, we haven't done a podcast that's just us kind of, you know, rambling at yeah. length about nothing. Um yeah. So we're going to do our annual wrap up of, um, you know, best of the year. 2021. Um, this is our last wait. episode of 2021. Here we go. Here we <laughs> <laughs> So obviously, uh, like just starting in the, in the dance arena, um, you know, it's, I don't know. I still didn't, 
are we you know, doing? We're are we branching out from dance arena? Is yeah, we'll we'll definitely. I think we wow. could keep, uh, we could keep it into in in art, you know. But art right. is a flexible term too. Right. But let's sure. so let's start with dance. Like I'm trying to think of um, you know, obviously Rebecca, our time in Vale was very special. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I was I mean, that was the first there. time we you were not there. <laughs> You did tell you uh, about it though. We yeah. called you. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You actually did. Yeah. And it, okay. Go on. It did okay. look amazing. Well, I was just going to say um, my first on the uh, best of 2021 list is something that I've experienced partially with Rebecca and partially with Evelyn. And okay. that is, I just, we have to, it's my top pick. It's Marinade on. Okay. Mar- you know? Oh, yeah. She was going to be my top pick, too. How dare. <laughs> yeah. Friend I of mean, the pod. Mm-hmm. between Evelyn and I, wait, you saw her in movements or no? I saw her in movements before the pandemic, mm-hmm. I want to say. Okay. Well, we'll just throw it yeah. in. It was oh. even better this time. Movements yeah. for piano and orchestra. I saw a clip She's... that was like, whoo. Yeah. So could... gorge. Yeah, we should we should slap that up on our social we'll media. We'll share that for this. Yeah, it's really Ooh, beautiful, gorgeous, and it's also you know it's fun as as people that worship the past mm-hmm. or romanticize it. Uh, you know, it was Suzanne's first big break, so yeah. it's fun to see Mira taking on Did that you guys role. See her do do drop. So that's this Thursday. So okay. it's like I I think I mean I don't want to speak too soon. <laughs> But you know, I'm very excited. I bought a ticket. <laughs> I paid. I paid I don't money. Speak too soon, but another best of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's so fun is that Mira is just so she's so fun to watch in such a, a a vast array of roles. So the things that we loved her in this year were movements for piano and orchestra, mm-hmm. um, and Monumentum, Eminem. Um, and then Rebecca and I saw her in Stars and Stripes, oh, which again okay. is like okay. probably. Because everything gets so like, eh, this is the type now. Like, stars is for little compact technicians. Um, right. And Heather and Damien, I I love that they don't stick to that. Like they they like to, they intentionally cast against type to, right. you know, push people's boundaries artistically. And Mira was so fabulous in the Liberty Bell. Um, it really was this, yeah, yeah. Which you is said also. He knows, but- Oh yeah, yeah. I, I recorded the yeah. It's this. This is a marinade on stand account. <laughs> so is this actually? Just, this is what this episode is about. <laughs> it's just us talking about talking about <laughs> Mira. Um, also very it. nice and always says hi to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. She is so yeah. sweet. She's the yeah. sweetest. Yeah. yeah. So wait, did I tell this the Margaret story already on the podcast? Because I really love that I don't think Margaret so. and Mira. Because this was like I Margaret thought, like Tracy, you're talking about, right? Right. Uh, Margaret Tracy coached Mira in the Liberty Bell for uh, Vail Dance Festival, and Margaret <clears throat> famously is on the Balanchine Celebration tapes as the, the Liberty Bell herself. Mm-hmm. So that's like a, a video that we all grew up watching, and obviously mm-hmm. Mira is aware of. And Margaret was sitting in the back row, so Rebecca and I were standing. Um, mm-hmm. behind all the seated audience members. So only we could see this. But Margaret, the second that Mira finished, like leapt out of her seat and was cheering for her. And it was so sweet because obviously it was not for anyone except for herself and for Mira, you know, like she just right. loves her. And it was like, 
such a beautiful so moment genuine. of like, yeah. uh, you know, that like, you, you know, people can be, you know, certainly we've dealt with people in positions of power who their goal is to kind of like hang on to their legacy with everything they have or like mm -hmm. feel weirdly threatened by people that are presently dancing. But like for Margaret to like see someone shining in what's kind of like a signature for her yeah. it, and like love that. I just I was so touched by it. Mm hmm. Mm, she's so beautiful and so sweet. I love Margaret and watching her work with people is so cool. She seems like a wonderful coach. I, yeah. Have you worked with her, Evelyn? I, <laughs> no, I no, haven't. Yeah. I have heard a lot from uh, our friend in Boston Ballet about how amazing she is mm. and like how much he loved taking her classes there in the, I don't know, I guess he did he take when she taught in the school? Is that how, or she sometimes taught for the company? Do you know, Michael? I think, I think, uh, I don't know. Maybe she taught a company class sometimes, but definitely Cooper yeah. would take anyway. her class in the school too. Yeah. 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 We're really curious to see what happens next for her since she's left her post. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, so okay. is she, she's still at the school? No, she just left. Oh. I don't know who's in charge presently. Yeah, because they they posted some things, um, beautiful videos, like thanking her and stuff. That was a little while ago. Was it at the beginning of this school year? Must yeah, I think she was yeah. done done, done when like, we saw her in Vail. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what she does next and see where she coaches. All right. So what's your number right. two, Mike? So Mira, we've got Mira on the list. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, I think it's timely to discuss the West Side Story film and the the level of of dance brilliance and um what justin did that was so i i mean I, I my favorite thing about the movie and this isn't spoilery or anything is so you're watching the movie it's great it's great and then right when maria and tony meet for the first time justin chooses to do an exact quote of the robbins choreography mm. and it's almost like i don't think this was intentional at all he probably just you know it's just a really you know the simple like chasse and like the snaps yeah. but, but you know um but he probably just thought that was a nice moment to keep in but instead it has this effect where it's it reminds you that you've just been watching a totally brand new west side story and not for once missing the old robin's mm, choreography interesting you know i was like oh wow that's so i thought that was really clever even if it yeah. wasn't intentional because i was like wow he really did such a good job that i wasn't sitting there like we all have it like burned in our brains sure. or you know <clears throat> yeah have you seen it evelyn did you go see it yeah we saw it. michael and i, I saw it. it together actually yeah, yeah. Did have you, you seen it? it i haven't seen it yet i just i'm terrible and waiting for it to come out to stream <laughs> how dare you can i say that i mean i just i don't know <laughs> you're killing theater. Yeah, movies are expensive you're they killing movies so expensive. they're more expensive in new york than anywhere else so it's disgusting i went again i went after how much we saw it? we saw a screening like a, we right. we got invited as friends of justin to a screening <laughs> um. <laughs> i have no idea how i got invited actually i was i felt i felt very honored to be there but that's awesome i don't know it how was, my name got thrown into a, that it was a fun little uh collection of um podcast former podcast guests pam yeah. was there reed and harriet brandon sterling baker 
Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. It was very fun. That's what uh, they chose, I, Evelyn. It was Friends of COD. Friends of COD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, so, someone said hi to me and I was, and I turned to read and I was like, who is that? And he was like, oh, she listens to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know her, but I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought again. Love... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're not done. No, no. I, would, I, I was just gonna say that when I went back and we saw, I saw it at the exact same theater that we saw it in for free. It was thirty dollars. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. So you basically did pay to see it twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By reasonable standards. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I thought it was great, though. Like, I really I know that, um, you know, I think people are very possessive of the original, maybe, or like have an expectation that needs to be met based off of the original. But I thought that uh, the dancing was great. The dancers were great. Like they uh Jeanette every time Jeanette Delgado came on this on the screen we screamed (laughs) she looked amazing (laughs) yeah that's why you have to go see it Rebecca because you have to see people on the big screen okay fine like it's on if it's it's not gonna have the same impact on your tv I'm sure that's true no I'm sure and it's really beautiful it's like it's a movie. Oh my god! The like it, the it's... colors and the <clears throat> composition of like all the clips. I'm just like right amazed. It's not like gorgeous it is. Um, like a, a an indie movie that you just like. Yeah, of course I don't want to spend thirty dollars to see. Right. Like, sure. well, I watched that boring. Sorry, sidetrack, but. <laughs> That movie. Best. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry. No, but it, yeah, it's just not even a, a ballet movie. But yeah, Year of the Dog. Or no, I keep saying it. You're the dog. Power of the dog is so boring. I just I've yeah. heard it. I've heard it's yeah, it's bad on a lot of levels. But also the well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know why I'm trying to weigh in. Go ahead. <laughs> no, throw it weigh in. in. Throw it in. Well, you said it's like a the palette, the color palette is gray and brown, yeah. and that oh. I can't watch movies that are just gray. We're like, anti dark. gray and brown in this yeah. house. I we am. don't want to see. We don't love. We hate to see it. In fact, <laughs> I have seasonal affective disorder. It's just too much gray for me to take in. That yeah. makes sense. You know, that's real. I get it. Yeah, but that's not really fair because there are lots of good gray movies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like all the black and white ones. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's different. That's like, that's <laughs> offering like a, a mood. Right. Well, I guess this is a mood too, but I just don't care. I don't really need to see movies set a hundred years ago on the plains of America with an all white cast. Yeah. It's just not, <laughs> you know. That story has been told. It's been told a lot. Yeah, I just... And they're, they're good. I mean, I love like like a classic John Wayne, like um, The Searchers. Although that's really problematic now. I haven't seen that in a hundred years. It's features Natalie. Wood. I mean, this is actually relevant. Features Natalie Wood as uh, a Native American, which West Side Story features her as a Puerto Rican. Loved. They loved that kind of cast yeah. back then. And that's yeah. one of the beauty beauties. <laughs> that's one of the good things about. <laughs> Yes. Delirious. That's one of the, the good things about this <laughs> uh, this new West Side is that they don't do that. I mean, it would be absurd. There would have been so much pushback if they had mm-hmm. dared do that. But that's um, like yeah, Justin yeah. posted right. that clip <laughs> yeah. of um, America and it's just like looks so amazing. But it, because of that, it just looks like all the dancers are incredible. 
the video is beautiful. Like everything, the way it's put together, it looks, it looks great. I just, yeah, I'm really excited to see it. So we're telling people go see it. We need people to go see it. Yeah. Support. It, it had a, it had a, a soft opening. Yeah. So go support our friends. It did. It did have a soft opening. Well, it's just really bad timing because Irma Kern. <laughs> How do we say it? Omicron. Which, which we do not Omicron. have. We do, I just keep saying it like Kristen Wiig on SNL. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, but like that just came out. And, right. you know, and West Side Story, the audience skews so much older as is. So those people aren't going out to theaters. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for yeah. the movie. But sure. hopefully I'm hoping word of mouth carries it because the word of mouth is pretty across the yeah. board. Great. Yeah. But um, uh, I mean, Irma Kern. It sounds like uh, the the more recent news has been positive. It, even though it's so highly transmissible, it's less yeah um, less deadly. So we yeah. we love to see that. Let's talk about ballet more. Yeah, <laughs> bring back to ballet. All right. So what's your number three? That you're gonna have to heavily edit this episode. <laughs> it's okay. We're good. Um, okay. So what do we talk about? We talk about West Side and Mira, and the return of. New York City Ballet. I, we're keeping this very within one family. I guess we should branch out a little. Well, it's okay, hard. I take it back. I don't. I didn't mean it. <laughs> well, it's hard. It's just I. I feel like I didn't. That's what you've I seen normally, this year. Yeah, you know? normally I'm exposed to more, but um, yeah. I just I just saw I saw City Ballet. I saw ABT once. I saw James and Bella in Giselle. They were beautiful. Mm. Um. And it was wild to see them like their fan base in real life. It's just insane. It took, I waited an hour to talk to them. I mean, be famous. Yeah, they'd be famous. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. Like Bella was having a documentary shot like while that was happening. I was just like, oh, you guys are actually famous. And that, but then like she needed like afterwards, I was like telling her why she was good. And she was like, really michael are you for real because like i don't even know i i have fun but like i it was crazy <laughs> you know it's just like i love how how um the juxtaposition is great yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> she was really doing some like feats of virtuosity like suspended balances and like well she has that crazy jump yeah um <clears throat> really oh her first um the First variation in Act Two, like those arabesque cops, which I just think. I mean, even as a dancer, I'm just like, I would have been so dizzy. I would have gone so slow. I would have been like, let's just take it easy. Yeah, what's the point in going fast? Yeah, she was. Well, it's so exciting. Of course. Um, I love that variation. Skyler do that part well as well. That was yeah. that she did those fast, very fast. Was she with oh. Armon Cornejo? Is that who she was dancing with? Skylar Brandt? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. So someone who first captured my interest um, working with Adriana Pierce, friend of the pod, um, in a potata with two women. Her name is Sierra Armstrong. And she did one of the two um, Willie Demi soloists. And she's just such a classic, oh. like, uh, ballerina like she yeah. just looks like she could have been in any company like as a as a 
prima assoluta in, <laughs> in like the 50s. I you know? where you were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, like is, she, so, is she young? So is she good. super young? I think she's super young. Yeah. I mean, like just joined the company fairly recently. Yeah. Let's see. I think, mm-hmm. let's see. She joined in 2017. So, oh, okay. No, a little while. Mm-hmm. But she's, cool. yeah, yeah, she's, she's stunning. I want her to get more opportunities. I mean, yeah. ABT, it really takes a second to climb that ladder as we've yeah. heard from mm-hmm. even their big stars. Yeah. I want to switch gears for a second and hear Evelyn that you've been going to the opera so much recently. Will you tell, tell us what you're doing and about your cool new job you have? I am um, working for opera news magazine. So cool. And so I think I can say, I don't know, maybe I can't. You're but, in the magazine now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listed. I guess the magazine. it's not I'm a secret. Sure <laughs> And uh, one of the like amazing uh, perks, I guess, of the job is that we do get to go to the Met Opera. Um, So I went, Michael and I went to see Boheme uh, like a month and a half ago, maybe a month ago. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was a month ago. Yeah. And it was great. I've never seen that production of it. It's Zeffirelli's production. Mm -hmm. It's in its like 40th anniversary now of being done at the Met. And it's like a beloved classic. And we got to see why. I mean, it really still like every Michael was describing the like cafe scene that opens the second act as like so cinematic, which I thought was the perfect word for it mm-hmm. because you really open on this like bustling <clears throat> scene. Yeah. It's very effective. It's like a bi-level um, Parisian street on the bottom. Mm-hmm. There's a cafe and above it, it's like people milling about. Um, wow. So that's, that's in my best of 2021. If we, if we're branching out into other yeah, forms, it was so sure. good. How yeah. often do they do that? Is that like a, production that's a mainstay of their repertoire has that in the program it said that since bohem premiered which is like over well over 100 years ago Mm -hmm. at at the met um Mm -hmm. it didn't originate at the met but um it's only not gone nine seasons so i'm pretty sure it just always goes now i mean it is the it's their their nutcracker (laughs) yeah yeah that's cool like it does like I know I'm learning about opera and I know that maybe I sound basic to say that I loved it, but like basic in a, like my favorite ballad is Swan Lake kind of way. Right. right. But a classic is also a classic, you know? Right. So, yeah. 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 So what else yeah. have you seen? Uh, I asked, so not that much yet, um, but I saw Eurydice, which is the, it's a new, production for the Met um it had it premiered at LA Opera and then they Mm -hmm. they brought it to the Met this season um and it takes the like Orpheus and Eurydice story and tells it from Eurydice's perspective Hmm. um I'm gonna say that's not on my best of 2021 list but I am (laughs) glad I saw it I mean the you know it was the singers were amazing and it had like really exciting dramatic elements but I think just as a whole um there were 
uh, elements of the of the story that just didn't work mm-hmm. like it, it didn't it didn't somehow it didn't land for me right right so do you have any background and experience with opera at all because like for me I've only seen like maybe one and no. I feel so silly yeah I'm like I have no idea it's so it's so different from what we experience as dancers it is but there uh I, I shouldn't say no I mean I'm I am like kind of on a like crash course of learning about it right I now bet, I feel yeah. and I definitely learned a lot quickly um and I'm trying to learn more <laughs> but I I actually think it's like very parallel to ballet in a lot of ways it's just like also over the top dramatic which is something that I really appreciate about mm-hmm. it it's like <laughs> next level drama right. um so everything just feels a little bit bigger in opera in that way mm-hmm. um, i find what i find are interesting are the, the differences like it's like how you you don't even begin to build your career until you're in your 30s that's interesting. Like you just literally right you just literally wouldn't you can't i mean your voice hasn't matured yet you yeah. have i mean um, i think occasionally there's there's some like breakout tenor star in London who just like got thrown on for someone because someone got sick or something. And there it's a big deal. Cause he's only 28, I think. So like right. occasionally, yeah, there are people who are like very young stars. Like, oh. Can you but imagine being only 20? I know that's what I was thinking. <laughs> right. I was like, wow. Take right. about the pastor at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember auditioning for, companies when I was 24 and being like it's my last chance to go anywhere else I'm old yeah. on that's Seriously. what I thought too that was the age I was auditioning yeah yeah 24 yeah. washed up mm-hmm. um <laughs> and but, you know, by 30 so not now well, it, de- <laughs> it depends hopefully things are getting better um this was this could be on my best of 2021 list I I um saw Miami City Ballet's Nutcracker okay and um in dc right Washington, yeah DC. in dc at the kennedy center and the i'm company, gonna see them in a few weeks i'm excited they're they look great and um i got to see ashton ox's first performance as a principal she was promoted the day before um and ashley has been in the company for i say um longer than 20 us. years it's like i think it's 20 years about like i mean she would have yeah, been pre- she'd been performing with the company for 20 years no, like she right. definitely was as a student so even if she wasn't there yet she was still doing like you know mm-hmm. no flowers diamonds core sort of stuff mm-hmm. um so yeah that's a, a very long um wait i mean it's almost unheard of uh the only like other precedent i can think of it's just not at miami city valley is um stella abrera who we love yeah. mm-hmm. um at american valley theater so um, you know, it's there's um, obviously we love Ashley and I'm are so happy to see her being rewarded. And she looks she looked so great. Uh, and the, the production makes some big strides. Um, there are some things that I like I was worried that I wouldn't like. And they end up being really charming. Like there's a sort well, of like seen, just to really fast, like this, this production debuted the year after we left, right. It was a 2018 right. season, I think. Yeah. So we, and I haven't seen it either. Cause I was like, I'm not going to go see Nutcracker like at first, but now I want right. to. Yeah. 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 Um, 
the there is some animation like uh you know the projections, projections. but it reminds me of like 70s christmas cartoons like oh. they're really charming yeah mm-hmm. um the costumes look really beautiful costumes are pretty some yeah a lot of the it's just a, it's a it's a big improvement over the old production which you know that's what happens old. when it's 25 years old it's time to get a facelift mm-hmm. um yeah but it was i was really happy to see everyone dancing so well that's fun that's oh and the orchestra oh it was amazing that was the best i've ever heard the Nutcracker. Really? It was like just the orchestra. They were amazing. And so, who plays for? Is that the Kennedy it's Center's a, orchestra? I guess or like it's the what Kennedy orchestra? Center or their orchestra? Orchestra. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and the, and the way that it projected into the house was just incredible. It was like I mean, it must have been theater. so fun to dance to. Oh, I bet. Um, and the tempos were slapping. <laughs> they were really okay. hitting hard. I was just, I was really happy. I was like, they oh, probably like, just played what they were asked of them. The orchestra. I mean. Yeah, like, you know how I, sometimes like the, you know, the dancers or the ballet masters will request a certain tempo and it doesn't always happen from the pit. So mm-hmm. they probably are like, we get this. We know how it did, works. Speaking of while we're on balance, sheets, Nutcracker, did you see that PMB changed um, the Chinese, Chinese costume mm-hmm. to cricket like Phil had talked about with us? Phil Chan. It's so I bet, cute. I, I love Phil's the happy. costumes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he, of course, it it. Be, yeah, it's, it's it's cool. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it looks that. really cute. I wish I would like to see the whole thing because I think they made some subtle changes to the choreography or was it just that the I fingers thought, I, my guess was that they would have gone back because they were seeing the fingers like when it's a cricket it's like it's fine oh, it's a, so and it's a it's a characteristic of the cricket sure it's like oh, antennas oh, so they may have I wonder if they were reverted back to it hmm. I don't know because we'll um, Phil, Phil had it. said that I think he said that he it wouldn't have bothered him like the original choreography works in that context with right when it's not uh, yeah you know yeah associated so with cool that. I love it yeah very cool <clears throat> what else do we have anything else for dance I don't know I'm just like I I didn't see I there was more yeah I feel like I didn't even start seeing things until like late fall yeah that's kind of I mean it started uh, huh Right. Yeah. And it was, yeah, exactly. There wasn't a lot of live theater. And I mean, as we discussed, we had major digital fatigue in the beginning of Ugh. the year. I didn't, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say, but I didn't watch any of New York City Ballet's spring digital season. No, I watched, mm. no, I did watch, um, we saw some of the, the, like the Sofia Coppola recordings. Like those were pretty. Well, that was something um, new. Different. Too. Different. Yeah. But I just, I just couldn't watch anymore. I hit it. I hit the fatigue real early somehow. I was just like, oh, I don't know. It was just really, I think it was just staring at computer screens and TV screens yeah. the whole time. Just mm-hmm. because life on a happening. screen. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of, but I, I think that that time will pass where people don't feel triggered by that anymore. And so there'll be like both elements, which yeah. I think will be nice. And I think it's great for companies, of course, to be able to connect with other you know, audiences in different places. So mm-hmm. like right now, like I would love, like we were talking with Alistair last week about um, Alistair McCauley about Nutcracker. And he was talking about ABT's Nutcracker. And like Michael was saying, it's most, it's, is it always only in California? Is it never in New York? It hasn't gone to New York in several years, like at least so like, five years. How cool would that be to do like a paid streaming of that? You know, yeah. I would love to see um, Ratmansky's version of anyway. So there are things that, you know, 
would still, I feel like be interesting to audiences, especially something like that, like location based. Mm -hmm. One more thought I had before we we move on to other things about dance. (laughs) I just remembered that I went to this. I forgot about it, but um, I think it was called the band festival B A A and D what's significant about it was the first time that all of the major New York dance institutions performed together. Mm-hmm. So I saw it was Ailey, ABT, City Ballet, and DTH all on the same bill, which is really cool. I mean, mm-hmm. those are all iconic institutions. Other Knights Ballet Hispanico also performed, but mm-hmm. um, hopefully that is something that they will continue to do. Um, you know, it was outside, right? Like, I feel like, yeah, I don't know if that meant just because it was outside made it feasible to bring all those companies together. But I think, I mean, there was like a, an element of the, of the pandemic that made that happen, right? That like the dancers hadn't danced in so long. They were able to be outside and kind of, yeah, it was, I think it was a lot of people's first thing, right? You know, like it was, yeah. So that was a big deal. And it was like, I, everyone looked amazing. Christine Shevchenko did this, um, Romansky, this right? wild Romansky Parada. I think it's Songs of Bukovina. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Was that with Calvin Royal, right? Yes. But Christine was just like pulling out. Some, like, it just reminded me of when we talked to her and it was like, she taught like the virtuoso stuff is actually easy for her. Mm-hmm. Like that is her safe space. Right. Oh. Evelyn, imagine. you're, you're like, imagine. <laughs> you're like this story I brought up because I saw her Keytree debut oh. and, um, and I just like, you know, of course you get to the foot and you're like, we you wonder how it'll go. It's like, I think from, you know, certainly if I had had to debut in Keytree, that would have been like my first show. I probably would have just bombed and, you know, went in doubt. First, okay, out. first second, <laughs> third show I would have bombed. Yeah. But like, you know, like even Sarah Mearns, who's so strong, her first show of Swan Lake, she right. did 16 and then PKs. And now she, right, of course, right. does the foot days, but sure. Right. But then it was just like Christine just like did it in her sleep. Like it was just like, not that she looked like she was sleeping, but she would, it was just the, it was the the most solid part of the whole show. And she just said like the way that she was trained made it so that it's like actually her comfort space. Like I remember her talking to us about that, Mikey, a little bit about, because I went to the rock school with her and there was so much, um, there was a lot of people that did competitions at that school. And so and I was, I never did them, but I, when we talked with her that time we interviewed her hearing her talk about her experience in competitions, like that's the kind of stuff that they just like learn how to do. Like you're saying in your sleep, it just becomes completely almost like mechanical. Not that again, not that it looks that way, but it's just like, yeah, totally easy for them. And so she was talking about how that kind of like, she just really doesn't have stage fright in the Years. same way us, us people do. Couldn't <laughs> be me. <laughs> Couldn't uh, be me. I wish. <laughs> Can I go back and like redo it? Like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I should have had that kind of training i'm so that must be nice that must be nice for that Can you to imagine? not be a concern and you're just like i rely on my training and my experience yeah. and i like i just know i'm gonna be able to do it because that's what i've been trained to do like so what, what a feeling <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a feeling <laughs> it's just unfeasible to me i can't even imagine <laughs> But then also there's like, I guess, yeah. also the confidence too that people have. And again, couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> again, where, again, how do I, confidence, how get? <laughs> <laughs> Confident person, how become? <laughs> uh, all right. So that's our best of 2021. 
for dance. Like, I think so. I mean, I and we otherwise threw opera I'm just up in there. Yeah, we threw opera up in there. I mean, I'm Film. just gonna I'm just gonna throw it in. I mean, you know, <laughs> no, it is Mikey. art. No, Mikey, it, it, it is art. It's the 10 minute Taylor Swift <laughs> all too well SNL performance. It's still art. She's a musician. It is. It, it is, is art. art what she and did she there. is moving in a unitard so it is yeah. dance there's yeah there is some well, dancing might in it. Say. but just like the whole staging of it i mean for one she takes this song that in, is unique in her catalog to her fans and beloved and then makes it even better by adding on this rich detail and taking on this whole journey but then when you see the snl performance like the way she introduced she's like autumn when i'm saying the line autumn leaves are falling down you bet you're that autumn leaves gonna be falling down and then they're gonna you know, fall yeah yeah when she, she is and then a she, literal queen like well she's a literal like she loves <laughs> in both senses of that she's a literal queen and she is also <laughs> a queen of loving like being literal yeah like yes he, i like, love that yeah <laughs> he like throws the keychain on the ground it's the line in the song you know and then he does yeah. it in the short video too she loves right. that i think yeah but, you know she's very that literal she's very us. earnest that but she's a literal queen yeah she's a literal queen spell it out but i think what's beautiful is like though i love the way it, it ends in that acapella and it's like she's letting that memory go you know she's finally le- letting it recede yeah, into the past that like <laughs> i know but I'm, I'm trying to take it as a positive like when you think about she used to say like she used to not be able to perform the song because it was like so painful to her and yeah. then now it's like become this really beautiful positive thing and it's like she, she says she's divorced from the like meaning of the lyrics and the lyrics like actually make her think of what it means to other people and what like how it touches her fans so i'm trying to f- feel like maybe you know our personal sadness our hang-ups about our career 10 years down the line we're gonna be like well without that you know, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yes, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. I think we all, we all have flashes of already feeling that way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There are moments like still feel lucky that we didn't have to go through the COVID era as dancers. Oh, that yeah. would have been, yeah. I applaud all dancers who made it through that. I mean, I can't even imagine just like the anxiety alone of trying to stay in shape like that to me would be the thing. I just be like, I'm going to come back and get injured so badly. That would have been like my whole panic the entire time. I just can't imagine that stress. Honestly, very rough. Yeah. So that's my big one thus far, I feel. But yeah, we'll talk in what we got five more years, (laughs) six more years. And we'll see how we're doing. Uh, I got really, I got really sad when um, MCB was in Kennedy Center doing Nutcracker. I don't know why. I was just, I think it was like I secretly liked when people weren't performing because I didn't feel like I was missing out. Right. I mean, I don't want them to not be performing, but it made it like easier. And then like once they started again, it's gotten better now. But right at first, I was like, why am I upset about Nutcracker right now? I don't want to be. Well, we love Nutcracker. We're we we never know Nutcracker haters in this house. Okay, right. so yeah, we got we got it in. I mean, hopefully next year we'll see a, a like a broader range of dance. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we love to see things that aren't just so just Mira, just Mira. We love Mira. <laughs> <laughs> Don't distract me. 
<laughs> like you just bring her up and I'm like, oh, Mira. <laughs> I remember that time Mira did. Yeah. Um, no, we, we want to see things that are not A, as like ballet centric and then, mm-hmm. you know, B is New York centric. I would love to see yeah. things outside of my bubble a little bit more. Yeah. So I apologize for, for that. Even, but even just like, I love the Graham people and I didn't get to see the Graham company at the Joyce because I was working and I wanted to go so bad. They're so talented. I did get to work with Marcia and Lorenzo mm-hmm. again, who yeah. are friends of the pod, but they're just so talented. So I don't know. Maybe, we'll, we'll, we'll try harder next year. <laughs> maybe we'll be flying somewhere and go see some, some yeah. dance. Whoever yes. wants to bring us, give us a shout. <laughs> we'll be there. But also like just see some dance. <laughs> bring Evelyn too. Well, Evelyn, you know, next year you should just come to Vail. <laughs> we've been talking about it yeah we time. have been talking about it for a long time i think it's your turn to come to Vale. there you go i say that as if other people have taken turns nobody comes okay. to Vale with us <laughs> <laughs> but all right that's, that's their loss okay yeah. well all right everyone okay. have a have a great holiday season and yes. we'll we'll see you all in 2022 Thank you to all our listeners for supporting us all year and every thank you. year. Thank we you. Love and you. thank you, Evelyn. Thank you, Evelyn. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Anytime.